Day 2 of Totus Tuus' Novena to Mary, Mother of Our Faith with Papa Francisco's encyclical Lumen Fidei, The Light of Faith. Faith opens up to us the pathway and accompanies our steps in history. This is why, if we want to understand what faith is, we must recount its course, the way of believers, testified in the first place in the Old Testament. A unique place belongs to Abraham, our father in faith. In his life an overwhelming fact occurs. God gives him the word, reveals himself as a God who speaks and who calls him by name. Faith is linked to hearing. Abraham does not see God, but hears his voice. In this way, faith assumes a personal character. God is thus not the God of a place, nor the God tied to a specific sacred time, but the God of a person, indeed the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, capable of entering into contact with man and establishing with him a covenant. Faith is the response to a word which summons personally, to a you who calls us by name. This word spoken to Abraham consists of a call and a promise. It is first of all a call to leave his own land, an invitation to open up to a new life, the beginning of an exodus which takes him to an unexpected future. The vision that faith will give to Abraham will always be joined to this step that has to be taken. Faith sees in the measure to which it walks, to which it enters into the open space of the Word of God. Moreover, this Word contains a promise. Your descendants will be numerous. You will be father of a great people. It is true that as a response to a word which precedes it, Abraham's faith will always be an act of memory. However, this memory is not fixed in the past, but being the memory of a promise, becomes capable of opening to the future, of illuminating the steps along the way. Thus it is seen how faith, as a memory of the future, memoria futuri, is closely linked to hope. What is being asked of Abraham is that he entrusts himself to this word. Faith understands that the word, a reality apparently ephemeral and fleeting, when it is pronounced by God, who is faithful, becomes the safest and most unshakable thing that can exist, that which renders possible the continuity of our pathway in time. Faith welcomes this word like a safe rock on which one can build with solid foundations. This is why in the Bible, faith is expressed by the Hebrew word, emuna, derived from the verb aman, which in its root means to support. The term emuna can mean both the faithfulness of God and the faith of man. The faithful man receives his strength from entrusting himself 
into the hands of God, who is faithful. Playing on the two meanings of the word, also found in the corresponding terms in Greek, pistos, and Latin, fidelis, St. Cyril of Jerusalem exalts the dignity of the Christian, who receives God's own name. Both are called faithful. St. Augustine explains it thus, The faithful man is the one who believes in God who promises. Faithful God is the one who grants that which he has promised to man. A final aspect of the story of Abraham is important to understand his faith. The word of God, even if it brings with it novelty and surprise, is not at all alien to the experience of the patriarch. In the voice which speaks to Abraham, he recognizes a deep call, inscribed since forever in the heart of his being. God associates his promise to that place in which the existence of man has always shown itself promising, fatherhood, the generation of a new life. Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac, the God who asks Abraham to trust totally in him, reveals himself as the fount from which all life originates. In this way, faith is connected to the fatherhood of God, from which springs creation. The God who calls Abraham is the Creator God, the one who calls into existence the things that did not exist, the one who chose us before the creation of the world, predestined to be his adopted sons. For Abraham, faith in God illuminates the deepest roots of his being, allows him to recognize the source of goodness that is at the origin of all things, and to confirm that his life does not proceed from nothing nor by chance, but from a personal call and a personal love. The mysterious God who has called him is not a foreign God, but the one who is origin of all, and who sustains all. The great test of Abraham's faith, the sacrifice of his son Isaac, will show how far this original love is capable of guaranteeing life, even beyond death. The word that was capable of rousing a son, as though dead in his body, and in the womb dead of Sarah's barrenness, will also be capable of guaranteeing the promise of a future beyond every threat and danger. The history of the people of Israel in the book of Exodus follows in the wake of Abraham's faith. Faith is born anew of an original gift. Israel opens itself to the action of God who wants to liberate it from its misery. Faith is called to a long pathway so as to be able to worship the Lord on Sinai and inherit the promised land. Divine love possesses the traits of the Father who carries his Son along the pathway. Israel's confession of faith develops as a story of the goodness of God, of his actions to liberate and guide the people, an account that the people handed down from generation to generation. The light of God shines for Israel through the memory of the deeds worked by the Lord 
recalled and confessed in worship, transmitted from parents to children. We thus learn that the light borne by faith is linked to the concrete account of life, to the grateful remembrance of the goodness of God, and to the progressive fulfilment of His promises. Gothic architecture expressed this very well. In the great cathedrals, light comes down from heaven through the windows, depicting sacred history. The light of God comes to us through the account of His revelation, and thus is capable of illuminating our pathway in time by remembering the divine good things, by showing how His promises are fulfilled. The history of Israel also shows us the temptation of incredulity into which the people fell several times. The opposite of faith appears here as idolatry. While Moses speaks with God on Sinai, the people cannot bear the mystery of the divine face, hidden, cannot bear the time of waiting. Faith, by its nature, calls for the renunciation of immediate possession which vision seems to offer. It is an invitation to open oneself towards the fount of life, respecting the mystery proper to a face which intends to reveal itself in a personal way and at an opportune time. Martin Buber cited this definition of idolatry offered by the rabbi of Koch. There is idolatry when a face addresses a face which is not a face. Instead of faith in God, one prefers to worship an idol, whose face can be fixed, whose origin is known, because it is made by us. Before an idol, one does not risk the possibility of a call that would make one come out of one's own securities, because idols have mouths but cannot speak. We understand, then, that an idol is the pretext for putting ourselves at the centre of reality, in the worship of the work of our own hands. Man, losing the fundamental orientation that gives unity to his existence, breaks down into the multiplicity of his desires. Refusing to await the time of the promise, he disintegrates into a thousand instants of his history. Idolatry, then, is always polytheism, moving aimlessly from one lord to another. Idolatry does not offer a pathway, but a multiplicity of trails that do not lead to a certain destination, but rather configure a labyrinth. The one who does not want to trust in God must listen to the voices of many idols who cry out, Trust in me! Faith, as it is linked to conversion, is the opposite of idolatry. It is a separation from idols so as to turn to the living God through a personal encounter. To believe means to entrust oneself to a merciful love that always welcomes and forgives, that sustains and directs existence, that shows its power and its capacity to straighten out the distortions of our history. Faith consists in the willingness to let oneself be transformed always anew by the call of God. Here is the paradox. In the continual turning towards the Lord, man finds a stable road 
that frees him from the dispersive movement which he is subjugated to by the idols. In the faith of Israel, the figure of Moses, the mediator, also emerges. The people cannot see the face of God. It is Moses who speaks with Yahweh on the mountain and reports to everyone the will of the Lord. With this presence of a mediator, Israel learned to walk together, united. The act of faith of the individual fits into a community in the common we of the people who, in faith, are like a single man, my firstborn son, as God will call the whole of Israel. Mediation does not become here an obstacle, but an opening. In the encounter with others, our gaze opens up to a truth greater than ourselves. Rousseau lamented at not being able to see God personally. How many men between God and me? Is it so simple and natural that God went to Moses so as to speak to Jean-Jacques Rousseau? Starting from an individualistic and limited conception of knowledge, one cannot understand the meaning of mediation, this capacity to participate in the vision of another, shared knowledge which is the knowledge proper to love. Faith is God's free gift which calls for humility and the courage to trust and entrust, so as to see the luminous pathway of the encounter between God and men, the history of salvation. To Mary, Mother of the Church and Mother of our faith, we turn in prayer. O Mother, help our faith. Open our ears to the Word, so that we may recognize the voice of God and His call. Awaken in us the desire to follow His steps, going forth from our own land and embracing His promise. Help us to let ourselves be touched by His love, so that we may be able to touch Him with faith. Help us to entrust ourselves fully to Him, to believe in His love, above all in moments of tribulation and of the cross, when our faith is called to mature. So in our faith, the joy of the risen one. Remind us that the one who believes is never alone. Teach us to look with the eyes of Jesus, that He may be light on our pathway. And may this light of faith always grow in us until we arrive at that day without sunset, which is Christ himself, your Son, our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.